Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. We're live. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. Show time. Show time. Okay, so Pat, first thing I want to start it off with, I'm calling you on Snapchat right now. That's how we're doing this call. What is your, your bitmoji looks nothing like you. Can I talk about that? It's probably because I don't take any selfies. It's a six foot tall black man. A bit. A bit <laughs> it's all I can see is the face, but it just like it's got like dark black hair, and it just like if I had to describe you, this would be nothing. How I would describe you for a bit. Yeah. Well, if I take if I take a picture on Snapchat, it's usually of like something I'm eating or someplace. I'm bitmoji at. has nothing you, to do you with make, your selfies. You create. You, your yeah, bitmoji. you create your own bitmoji. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> I wonder if somebody else made it for you. It's like, oh yeah, this is kind of close, and they were like blind or something because it looks. It's it's your image that when you call me on Snapchat, it pops up with this little cartoon character that's supposed to look like you, and it looks nothing like you. So, like sometimes people do it ironically, but usually they do it the opposite way. Like if somebody's nicknamed Shorty and they're super tall, like it's like an ironic name of Shorty, or my name's Big, but he's like a five foot two guy. Yeah, shout. Yours is like off, but not off enough to be comedically accurate. You know. Oh, sorry so. to disappoint you. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, real before we get into too much, I wanted to talk about uh, my past weekend on the river. She. Uh, I was canoeing at the Wisconsin River. You do an overnight trip uh, on a canoe. You they drop you off somewhere. You actually, you sorry, you drive to the middle of nowhere, and you go down a dirt road until. The place looks closed, and then you call, and you're realizing it's just ringing inside of place that's, that's it's closed. nobody's in there. Nobody's in there, right? Oh, they're and probably in the river. So we dr- keep driving down. We see the river, and we're just kind of sitting there for like probably five minutes at least. And all of a sudden, this guy just walks behind this truck. He's like, oh, hey, you guys here for the river? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh, I was taking a lunch break. So anyway, he does exist. But you go to some middle nowhere place. Uh, you get out on the river in a bunch of canoes. You load as much stuff as you can on. You go down until you find a spot where you want to spend the night in the middle of the river. So you can stay like on a sandbar. A lot of times the river is low, so you can stay on just literally a you know big thing of sand in, in the, the middle, middle of, of the, the river. river. Yeah, that's fun. And so that is fun, uh, but it's risky because there's a lot of people on the river a lot of times. So they are uh, like you. You don't want to go where there's too many people because it's very busy. You don't want to be like people waking up in the middle of the night. But if you go yeah. too far, then there might not be a sandbar. Uh-oh. So it might get start getting dark. So it's this balance of like trying to find a spot to sleep versus you don't want to go too far. Now it's dark and now you can't set up your campsite. You don't know. You don't want to be canoeing down the middle of the 
river in the middle of the night. You don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, nighttime canoe trips, not yeah. my thing. Filled with like coolers and tents and all that stuff on your canoe. So yep. there was six canoes we had in one kayak. Damn. Uh, we did find a spot. It's a lot of fun though. Um, and then you just, you'd go, it's like four hours each day. So you do like four hours of canoeing, you spend the night on the. And then you just drank. Drank and hang out with her on the football, that kind of stuff. And then the next day, four hours, and then you. Then drink. Drink on the canoe. And then they I'd pick you so up. I'd be so drunk by the time I got <laughs> to that pickup point, they would probably yeah. just push me back in the river. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, that they, that you get picked up um, at, and then they bring you back to your car. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun. So it's like eight hours of canoeing. It's like an extreme float trip. 20 minute drive. Extreme float trip. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to point out while I was there. uh, So the pickup spot was right near one of Frank Lloyd Wright's houses. Oh, famous architect. Famous architect. I think, Pat, everybody knows the name, especially if you're from the Chicago area, you know the name, right? He does great houses. Great houses. Great houses. Great houses. So do you know the story of his love life at all? More specifically, his love life that happened to do with uh, in Wisconsin. Yes. Um, do you? He would sodomize cheese. No, no, no. It is bad though. It's worse than <laughs> yeah. sodomizing it's, cheese. I don't know if it's worse than sodomizing. I want to see what it is. So right where we get we we got picked up to bring to go back to our car was one of his houses that he built in uh, in Wisconsin, like Spring Grove or uh, something. Spring Wisconsin. Nobody knows where it's that is. In the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, right? I think it's like west of Madison. So it, he had this house that he built there and he built it for him and his mistress that he left his wife of many years. And I think he had maybe like, a, he had a couple kids, maybe six kids. And he was, was like, like, I don't know the details. That's more than a couple. Yeah. You'll have to look this up. I think he had six kids. I don't know who's going to look this up. Maybe Steve, just look up. We don't have a, we don't have our fact check. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So he had a bunch of kids he, with a wife. He left his wife for uh, another lady. I think she was married as well. And they left and he built this house together in Wisconsin. They had, you know, they were very wealthy. They had like people that worked for them, like groundskeepers and a, and a cook and, you know, like carpenters and that kind of stuff. Uh, at this house he had. Um, and this girl looked at the pictures. She's not great looking. I should also point this out. This is just for people trying to visualize this. She's not like she's not great looking anyway. Uh one of the guys that was like one of the housekeepers whose wife also worked there decides to go. This is the original going postal. He got a hatchet and killed, ended up seven people ended up dying in this like uh, murder spree that this guy did. Ended up killing uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's mistress I while Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright was gone. Yeah, looking I just this up looked as it I'm, up, and yeah. uh, the massacre at Frank Lloyd Wright's love cottage yes, is what the exactly. event is referred to. Yes, so this is a real thing. It's crazy, and this is right where I was getting picked up. So it's like it's a beautiful place. So <laughs> that that the mistress was the wife of one of his clients. Yes, yes. So, so he they start, left together. He starts boning her. Yeah. Um, and they they left off together. So yeah, they, six yeah. kids, six kids. So yeah, and he's he like, he peace. left his six kids. Peace. Going to Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, and then one of his housekeepers, while Frank Lloyd Wright was gone, killed his mistress, and then like five other people, and then he ended up dying what too. What the f? So, Frank, you know, anyway, this house, and then they ended up having to rebuild it because it got burnt down during this whole thing, and then it got burnt down another time later with the electrical problem. Anyway, it's just a place I would not. Uh, I saw it from afar. I'm like, that's cool. I just feel like I I wouldn't want to uh, hang out on there for a while. 
Uh, just a little, I feel like a story people don't know a lot about Frank Lloyd Wright is that story. And he's, uh, you know, people know the name a lot. I just thought a little, little history lesson. Yeah. Apparently so, the guy just went nuts and poured kerosene in the house. Yeah. And chopped a bunch of people. That and then just, you know, yeah. house is on fire. He doesn't care. No. He's got a hatchet now. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just attacking people with a hatchet. Yeah. I don't I want to I want to see if there's a motive. Uh the I looked up the motive. They said they don't know for, he never gave a motive for sure, but they it was alleged that he was about to get fired. There was rumors of yeah. workers possibly directing racial slurs. I there was yeah, four different things and, and one of them was a yeah. dispute about saddling a horse. Yes, I saw the saddling a horse and then but then the most prominent one seemed to be that he was about to get let go. Him and his wife were about to get let go, like the next day. Now, I don't know about you, yeah. But if I was about to be fired, I'm throwing mother effing gasoline all over that building, and I'm gonna burn it down. I'm not fired. You're fired. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I mean, I guess that would be taking the term "fired" to a whole new level with actual fire. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, I'm fired? Yeah. Then I'd light myself on fire like there a monk yes. protesting the Vietnam War. There, there you go. Uh, what were we going to say, Pat? Related but unrelated. So you were in Wisconsin. Are you cor- are you currently in quarantine that's, right now? That's a great uh, question. That's a great question, Pat, and I'm, no, I'm not because that doesn't take into effect Friday. Turns out the, oh. uh, I've looked into this. Uh, as of Friday, if I go to Wisconsin, I'm not supposed to come back. I'm supposed to come back in quarantine, so... You know, Suck the messed it. up part is I was supposed to go up there in a couple of weeks, and now I can't. Well, you don't know how long it's going to last. They change their mind every day. Yeah, I actually still have, I, I'm going up, I actually am going up this weekend. And if I have oh. to come back and self-quarantine, I'll do that. What are you, what are you doing up there? Just uh, Friends having a baby shower. Going to Frank Lloyd Wright's yeah, love cottage. other murdered <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, a friend of ours having a baby shower, so um, I'm driving up there. Not for that, that but to <laughs> golf while that's going on. Oh, okay. That sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, what's been going on with you guys, Pat? What's up? Uh, I took a look at Steed Swallows on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I, it's not ready. It's not ready. You told people to follow it. It's Steed's new Instagram account. I did actually get a bunch of followers from the Chubset <laughs> podcast plug. <laughs> Looks like you have like five followers right now. Thank you. Before <laughs> I had none. <laughs> Anyway, you had a mushroom bowl for breakfast. That's like the oddest breakfast I've ever heard of. What? You had a mushroom bowl? It was a so it was like a skillet or yeah. whatever. Uh I mean it was a nice place, so they didn't serve it in a skillet. They yeah. served it on a plate. But it was a skillet, but it was like the mushroom skillet. So it was like potatoes, eggs, um, and mushrooms. I I'm a big mushroom guy. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I look. That's I got. My, I just got two new oh, that's followers. My least favorite food. I I just pulled it up. I'm drowning in followers over here. It's nuts. I have followers that don't even follow my personal Instagram account. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're huge. Eight followers now. <laughs> For Steed Swallows, have you found out the rating system yet? Still working on it. Uh, I so in my bio, I updated yeah. my bio when okay. I was drunk. Uh, so the new bio is Foodie Swallow Bot. Oh my gosh, let me start that over. (laughs) Foodie Swallow Blog. All ratings are based on the experience of swallowing the food or drink. (laughs) None of the mainstream BS you hear about on the news. (laughs) 
I would change it to lame stream and then lame be, stream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then you're set. Um, okay. Perfect. Well, I think that's good enough explanation. So Ted, you're, what you want to say is if you want the password, you can contribute. I barely contribute to my own or chub stuff podcast. I know, yeah. but you eat every day. It would be so easy. You just swallow something, take, take a picture, swallow. Yeah. And then you say how the experience. Today? You want to talk about variety? Um, I had two Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches, one for lunch and one for breakfast. And then for dinner, I had a peanut butter sandwich. So are you sure you want me to contribute? I Actually, I don't. <laughs> I actually immediately regretted that. You could start your own Instagram like where people just degrade you. or like, Do you want that, Pat? You're you like, want- I just ate Jimmy Dean and peanut butter and people come on and they're like, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but that you. gets that's what gets them off. And then yeah. you charge them I money. Don't- so I just posted a picture on my Instagram, and I looked at it, and the last time I posted something was seven months ago. So that's how <laughs> often I really contribute to that. Yeah, mine's about the same, to be fair. That's what people want, though. Yeah. They want once in a while posts. They don't need to post every day. That's yeah. boring. <laughs> Jared, you know what I've noticed about your Instagram? It seems that Chubstep Podcast Instagram likes your photos. I know that's not me, and I know that's not Paul. It's not me. Likes my photos? That? Yeah. Oh. My one photo? My two photos a year yeah you're <laughs> you're bumping your likes <laughs> hey might not be me there's other people that have access to that that's all i'm saying like who uh, uh trevor you <laughs> paul me okay well it's not two out of three <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see Bird up. yeah i got some covid news oh okay let's hear it yeah all right here we go this is big covid news okay we touched on it months ago. There yes. is currently um, uh, Europe's last dictator, and he is, you know, battling Maga Fuli for most Yo, insane reaction to COVID. Yes, yes, yes. I remember this. So Belarus's Belarus, dictator. Yes, that's right. Who was, uh, you know, he made made local Belarusian news for telling people, all you got to do is drink vodka and go to the sauna. Yes. And boom, you're in, good. And COVID secured. Yes, I do remember that. Guess who got COVID? No. Belarus's dictator. <laughs> or I guess he's the president. Or, yeah, 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 he's yeah. the president. But okay. yeah, he's now got COVID. But he said, this is a quote. Today you are meeting a man who managed to survive the coronavirus on his feet. Doctors came to such a conclusion yesterday. Asymptomatic. Oh. Boom. Why did he get tested if he was asymptomatic? How did he know he got it? Uh, I guess he was just now got it, and then he's like, "I was drinking vodka, going to the sauna, yeah. asymptomatic, no symptoms." He doesn't care. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's care. Belarus's mother effing president, twenty five years in the making. He's twenty five years. He's been president. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. He's. I mean, I bet him and Magafuli. Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. They, I would like to see him in a cage match. A cage. Yeah. Uh, this guy seems. Uh, Is he pretty big? He's got a. He's got a mustache and he's wearing like the classic. If you imagine a dictator, like Stalin looking guy, yeah, pretty much Stalin, but, but with less money. Okay. Oh, less classy Stalin. Yeah, he's not very classy. Like okay. Stalin would have more fur. Yes, that's true. A lot of fur. This yeah. guy's just got like fake military stuff on him. Okay. It looks like like he's a little a little bit of gold. Yes. But he needs fur. Okay. Belarus, <laughs> I assume, fur. is cold. Yes. Get some mother effing fur. That's guy. right. Yeah, um, apparently he's does Magafuli stuff too. He uh, 
arrest his opponents? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, that's his, that's my favorite move. Yes. Putin does it. Yeah. Magafuli does it. This guy does it. They're just like, oh, you want to run against me? Taxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should have paid those that yeah. we just made up. <laughs> Turns out, have fun. Turns out you're jail. going to jail. Yeah, yeah you can't have, run for president from jail. Yeah, well, you can, but you yeah. know, you're in jail. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I wanted this actually transitions well into Tanzania news, Yo. which I wanted to talk about here. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. <laughs> What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. The presidential election is coming up in not too long in Tanzania. And I, I believe it's psyched. It's in October, I believe. Magafuli... It's his first term of five years. He, uh, but of course, everybody that has ran against him is not doing great, as Paul's kind of mentioning here. Uh, he said, so one opposition was shot 16 times. Yeah. That guy, and that guy fled the country for a few years. That guy's actually just came back like yesterday or the day before. 16 times. Uh, he's good. He Tund- should start a rap label. Tundu Lisu. He should. 60 cents. He had to go. Uh, so he was, yeah, three years ago he was shot and he had to go 20 medical operations. Uh, but now he's back, which is good for him. That's a lot of perseverance to want to come back after that. I'm I like, would I would stay out of Tanzania. I'm just going to go and say, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. So he was he was opposing Magafuli in the presidential election a while ago. He's kind of, you know, opposing uh, council there and or opposing party. And then he got, uh, you know, shot a bunch of times. And then another guy. Had his leg broken by unknown assailants. I remember that one. And his newspaper was shut down. Uh, and then a third guy had been banned for a year. People are trying to figure out if anybody is actually going to run against Magafuli in October. Well, um, I don't want my leg broken or to be shot. Yes. Exile? Sure. Yeah. Not not as bad as the other two. Yeah, I, I just uh, I think it's risky. Anybody, you know, you have to be really dedicated to want to run against somebody that you know things bad things have happened to the other people. Now, this might be a good time for the classic bribe situation. Is it easier for Magafuli? Yeah. To just you know kill you or beat you? Yeah. Or is it easier for him to walk up to you and give you like ten grand? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like for him, it'd probably be cheaper just to kill you <laughs> to beat to beat break your legs. I don't know, just based on what I don't know. He doesn't want done. to be in the news again. Like That's people a good are point. starting Bad to press. get worried. But if Bad he were press. to walk in and be like, "Here's ten thousand dollars," yeah, he's got the cash. He's got the cash. He might do it. <laughs> I yeah, it's a good point. I mean, that's the ideal way. I mean, I would my ideal scenario in anything is just to get bought out by something. Somebody just saying, yeah, I'll pay you not to do something. I mean, that's always works. Right. And then I can do that's something else that I want to do. I would love to you know, start a company. Yeah. Footbook. Yeah. I footbook. mean, it's go. it's go already. Yeah. Already going. Yes. And then some guy walks up who loves feet and he's yeah. like, I'll give you, I don't know, $500 million. Yes. But you For can't foot touch footbook. And I'd be like, yes. fine, good. I'll, then you can do something else. Yes. No, I'm not doing anything else. Oh, see if I, yeah, I would still want to do something else. I'm gonna buy a just, pool. Okay, <laughs> yeah, not a home pool. Yeah, like I'm gonna go to a country club, like YMCA, and buy yeah, their pool. and I'm gonna buy that whole <laughs> pool. 
and I'm not gonna yeah. let anybody in. <laughs> just for you. Even in the I hottest like day of summer. Yeah. I'm gonna look at them outside. And make sure the walls are all glass so that people can see yeah, it. Yeah, just be they me can see it, but flipping just flipping them off. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You killed him! You killed him! Pat, was there something else you wanted to to add? There was something I wanted to get to. Sure, let's hear it. Talk about the- well, I don't know. If you have thoughts on Tanzania, go ahead and say them. What do you think about the geopolitical I mean, not climate? really. We've been talking about it for like five years, as you mentioned. How many times have I commented on Tanzania? Well, I don't know. I feel it's like... Getting it's getting hot and heavy. Yeah, it's, it's getting pretty... Uh, it is getting pretty you know, electric in Tanzania. Uh, so I know. I, as you it just, should be. As it should be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds like opposition to Magafuli. That's true. I Uh-oh. hope you're not. Uh, you know, you we have are, to pick a side. If we're pro Magafuli. Are we pro? We're pro Magafuli. I'm not going down. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the safer bet is to say you're pro Magafuli yeah. for sure. He, he can't do anything to you if you're over here. We don't, don't know, know that. that. I don't, don't know, know that, that, and I'm not sure. going to risk it. It would be a power play to take <laughs> the official, out the official <laughs> statement. Is we're pro Magafuli. <laughs> The uh, under the table statement is uh, pro Magafuli is also. I'm not, <laughs> don't, okay, don't put any words in Steed's mouth. Okay, we're pro Magafuli. One hundred percent. I'm voting for him. I'm okay. going to Tanzania, yeah, registering to as a citizen, vote. and yes. I will vote Magafuli. Magafuli. <laughs> okay. He. You know what? He's the only guy that wiped out coronavirus in his whole country. That's just true. by praying. I don't That's think true. he even prayed. He, did, he just demanded people, other people, to That's pray. That's a good point. <laughs> He's a good leader. All right. Well, what's something else you get to, Pat? We'll stop with Tanzania for you. Booze news. Okay. I got uh, booze news. Booze news. I was reading an article about coronavirus, and they came up with this beautiful line that it was a COVID cocktail recipe for disaster. Good line. Yes. That should have been that should have been the headline, in my opinion. Yep. Um, But made me think. If I had to come up with, you know, we've come up with Super Bowl-themed cocktails in the past and holiday cocktails. If we came up with a COVID cocktail, let's come up with something that would make you drunk but also sick at the same time. You don't want it to be just like where you forget about COVID. You want people to feel Feel like they have COVID. Yeah. So here's mine. Okay. It's going to be a gold-branded tequila. So if you guys have tequila that's gold before. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's the That's worst the kind. worst kind. It's so <laughs> shitty. Yeah. That was, real fast, that was the first hard alcohol I ever bought. Oh. Because I didn't know. <laughs> you don't I didn't know, yeah. right? Like, I just, I went to the store, I bought it. I'm like, oh, tequila, yeah, I'll get this. Tequila's And fun. it was like the Jose <laughs> Cuervo, the yeah. Jose Cuervo Gold. Yeah. That's what yeah. everybody used to drink. And that is so bad. I did, I, that was the, yeah. You know, first one I ever bought, and also pretty sure the first one I just, like, left at somebody's house after drinking, like, like, like here you <laughs> like, go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm never drinking this. This is terrible. All right, continue. Yes, Jose Guerrero Gold is perfect. Continue. Jose Guerrero Gold, or I had a really bad one in college. It was called Durango Tequila. That's like a Ew. $9, $10 bottle of tequila perfect. that's yeah. gold. Yeah. Um, let's throw in one of my all-time favorites. I got to get a little drunk. Let's throw in some Skull Vodka. And then I gotta feel sick, so let's put in some pickle juice. Oh God! My COVID cocktail. Can you say those one more time, fast? Uh, yeah, say it one more time, Pat. What all three? Yeah, Yeah. all three ingredients: Durango Gold Tequila, Skull Vodka, and we're gonna mix it with pickle juice. Okay. 
Yeah. I needed I needed to hear those I, one after another. I feel yeah, the only thing I feel like it's missing is like a Malort or something that like well, makes people Malort's feel sick. cheating because you all you need yeah. is Malort. Yeah, you could yeah. Well, I've I've never mixed Malort with anything. I've just taken shots of it. I've just given shots horrible. of it. Like it's not good, don't get me wrong, but it's not horrible. You drink that willingly? Yeah, well, most people at the company I work for, they work around the country. So when we have like our Christmas party in Chicago, it's like a you thing. give them the Malort. Always got to do yeah. like a Malort shot. So I'm surprised you it's take. Like, oh, for the hundredth time, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually people come to Chicago, and I'm like, oh, you want a shot of Malorts or whatever? Yeah. It's awesome. And then they drink it and they're like puking, and I'm like, yeah. Haha, it sucks. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think Malort could be branding themselves better as a perfect, you know, COVID drink, like, during this time. Like, I'm, I'm going to take a stab and say gold tequila shot is worse than a Malort shot. I would assume when you add the skull, yeah, it's worse. I I might agree with you on that, Pat. I think I might agree with you, because there's, there's a way where you can take a Malort shot, and in your mind you think it tastes like grapefruit, and it kind of helps a little bit. I did not know that strategy. Take that strategy next time you take a Malort shot. It does help. But... I don't think there's anything you do with a gold tequila because it's so bad. <laughs> well, you got like, the salt and lime. Is, like buying that round for everybody. The gold uh, tequila? Good. Yeah, that's so fun. Well, my joke when I go to bars is I buy straight vodka shots and everybody has to drink them. <laughs> and everyone's so pissed. I'm at the club, okay? Popping bottles. That's what Vegas is all about. Not going to hash a go-go Arguing about a $5 spicy upcharge. If I was going to make a COVID shot, I would do... Cocktail, Steve. Not a shot. Oh, yeah. It's a full cocktail. Ugh. So then I would take... You ever had mezcal? Yes. Kind of smoked. It's like smoked tequila. It's like whiskey tequila. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I would take the worst whiskey tequila mezcal you could find. I don't know the specific I think it's a tequila. Yeah. I think you're right. Whatever. Find the worst mezcal you can Smokiest. find. Smokiest. Smokiest. Yes. Then you go to the store, and there's this beer that's aged in tequila barrels. Okay. It's also fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to mix those two together. Yep. Shouted. What, what's a shitty whiskey? Evan Williams. <laughs> Just some, some name you've never heard of that Evan, sounds like. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds like Jim Bean or something. Yeah. Pour that shit in there. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to feel fear and pain. Yeah. The only time mixing a bunch of alcohols together works is like in a Long Island iced tea. Other than that, it just yeah, never works. they got works, that recipe. Right? Somehow they figured that out. Everything else is, is brutal. So I like that. These are great ideas, Pat. Uh, we do. I do have a guest uh, that will be joining us um, for the uh, back half of this podcast. I'm very excited about it um, from the show Holy Moly. Have you guys been watching Holy Moly? I've been watching it since the beginning. Have you? Yeah. Totally. Uh, It's one of my favorites. Joey, the diver on the show. No way. He's been in three of the diving segments um, of the show. Anyway, Joey will tell you more about himself, but I'm very excited to have Joey uh, on the show. And Trevor's going to be doing that with me. Trevor's been watching. Uh, Trevor got me into the show, so I uh, look forward to having Joey from Holy Moly. So fun on the show. Before we did that, was there anything else you guys want to get to? I got a quick uh, "Would you rather?" Okay. Now, Pat, do you have a dog? Uh, not where I live, but I grew up with dogs. Oh, okay. Um, so we haven't done a "Would you rather" in a while. 
I want to know, would you rather eat your whole dog? Cook your own dog! So, Jared? Yeah. You're eating Huckleberry. Huckleberry, my pug, yeah. And I'm talking spit roast dog. Okay. Pat, you take your dog, or would you take one bite of a man's calf muscle? You got to eat it. Like any man's? Like just a generic man's calf muscle? Generic man. Like you don't know this guy. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, so but you see the leg, and you see the chef, and he gets it, and he cooks it. Is it like, is it like a fucking turkey leg you get at Six Flags Great America? You're walking around. Yeah, with some guy's that's, leg. What, that's, like. <laughs> that's what it's like. That's what it's like. Yeah, the turkey legs are. Yeah, it's, it's always ridiculous. You also see it get chopped off, so you know it's a man leg. Yeah, well, the other one's your dog. Yeah, and you know it's your dog because it's you your gotta dog. watch yeah. it get yeah. spit roasted. Um. I mean, for me, it's I'm going with a man. It's a man I don't know, uh, which always any things are always easier when you don't we have no association with the with the bean. You meet him right before, like if like I you didn't the, know him, but he walks in, he's like, "Hey, my name is Frank," and he's like, "So what are we doing today?" And then <laughs> you're like, "Well, I got to save my dog's life," and he's like, "What the yeah what? yeah?" Even if even if I like you know barely know him, I think I have more attachment to my dog. If this is like a family member, then it's a different. Your story. dog's dead, anyway. and the guy like your dog just died. Well, okay. And then you take him to the morgue, and the doctor want me to say my dog. But the doctor's I'm just, I'm like, the I'm fucked up. I'm a fucked up doctor. <laughs> and you're like, what? And he's like, you gotta either eat your dog or this guy's leg, yeah. or I'll kill you. It's still, it's gonna be the same thing for me. It's you're eating be the guy's leg. The guy's like, and the guy could still walk around with prosthetics. Uh, there was a guy in the Olympics that didn't have either of his legs, and he was really he, he was fast. also killed. And then he girlfriend. killed his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a horrible person, but. For a little bit, for, for a little bit, fast. he was a hero, and he was a, he, he was, was fast. really fast for a short for a short period of time. People really liked him, so so oh gosh. so you can be half the man that that guy was with one leg. That's true. Maybe still he would, not. Maybe kill he your, would hesitate to pull the yes, trigger. Exactly, and and still not kill anybody and be a better person and still be okay. Where the dog is not going to be okay. Well, this dog's already dead. And it's okay. That I'd guy's die got his leg. Causes. I'd rather so, die of natural causes. The guy can still... People are fine with legs without a leg. What are you saying, Pat? Who's our lawyer on Chubb stuff? That's Face. Face. Face, yeah. Yeah, and Ace, I texted Ace. him about Footbook. I wanted to know something. Did he text you back? No. It is Shamrock. Riding dirty. Oh, and you got a te- then I was worried that I had the wrong number. Or, like, he got a new number, and I'm texting this insane message to some <laughs> random person i'll follow up with our lawyer face and see what the deal is with footbook if we get that copyright well it wasn't about copyright i was worried if um like i don't think this would happen but what if somebody was like 17 posted a foot pick am i in trouble is that illegal yeah. i don't want to be responsible for that yeah so I want. I just wanted to get clarification, and yes. he didn't respond. Okay. Well, we'll we'll follow like, up. Like what on the that. hell, yeah. man? We need more clarity on footbook for sure. Pat, what's your thought on this? And we'll do this, and then uh, wrap up the show. I was gonna say I'm gonna need some defense from Face because I'm gonna plead the fifth and not answer this fucking bullshit question. Oh come on! Wow. That's one. great, Pod Pat. Wow. That's well, guess pod. what? Now you have to I, eat them. I both. don't care. You're asking me stupid questions ever since you joined this fucking show. What <laughs> I would make out with? Would you rather eat your dog or bite a leg? Uh, no. not bite a leg. Eat the leg. What, so what's your answer? I took a bite out of a male's calf muscle. I yeah, well, you have to eat the whole He wants bite. you to eat it, not just You got to eat it, it, Pat. It makes sense. I have to 
Steed swallows. Put it on your next Instagram post or whatever. So you're going to eat the man leg. I didn't say I was going to do either one. You're eating your dog. No. <laughs> the people need answers. And both are criminal acts, so I'm not answering. No, they're not. Well, yeah, but a guy's a crazy doctor in the morgue is no, making you not, do it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's legal for you. Uh, you can do whatever you want. So, <laughs> Or else you have to eat both of Pat's, them. You know what? Pat, you're, you're, Pat's not going to answer. His answer is eating said. both of them then. That's the default answer. He's just hungry. <laughs> you, you can't answer for me. So. I'm not answering for you, but the doctor said you got either. Well, I'm, not, I'm not playing your game. That's fine. Then you, that's Saw. Then you die. Make Haven't me you bitch. seen Saw? <laughs> Have you seen Saw? One through six? One through five. Okay, well, then you should know. You got to play the game. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, push it to the interview now. Recording live from somewhere. So instead of Joey, we actually got um, a very special guest that also watches the show. Trevor. <laughs> uh, Trevor's on the show right now. Trevor. Hey, um, it's me, Trevor. It's me, Trevor. Number Tre- one fan. Number one fan. Number one social media contributor. Still more than Pat and Paul. I mean, oh, make. Men sleeping with three pillows a norm instead of making fun of them. Okay. Uh, I want to cuddle all the time. That's, you, that's pretty much it. So you like three pillows, one underneath your head. Where are the other two? One between my legs. I like to fiddle with things with my legs for some reason. Okay. And then one to squeeze because every boy just needs to be loved. Do you squeeze it like you're cuddling it? kind of like it's in between your arms or you just like squeeze it like you're squeezing a um like what is this motion <laughs> like you're like you're trying to uh smash if it, it was a human i would have like you're trying it. to smash somebody's head between your two hands yeah. like that scenario <laughs> or are you like human, it'd be dead or is it like yeah. a hug are you hugging it or are you squeezing it like you're trying to squeeze somebody's head it's a squeeze okay you go like and this i will wake up and sleeping. i'll still be squeezing it like okay. a lot of people move when they're sleeping yeah i I don't really move too much. Sometimes I roll over, but I am always squeezing the pillow. Okay. Well, the leg pillow moves from time to time, but the squeeze pillow never, never strays. It's always with me. It kind of reminds me of Trevor. My dog Huckleberry has Donut Boy. Are you familiar with Donut Boy? I am very familiar with Donut Boy. So, Huck and I are on the same level. Yeah. So it's an emotional connection. So Huckleberry needs to sleep with this. Uh, this uh, my dog, my pug. He needs to sleep with this toy that we call donut boy which is just a donut shaped i don't think it even was a dog toy i think we just made it a dog toy by giving it to him and he basically needs to sleep with it every night he puts his mouth around the outside of it and it's a fabric thing with you know with a with some sort of cotton interior and uh he he keeps his mouth on it to like squeeze around it like that so it's kind of your version of donut boy and it's always very gross is your squeeze pillow gross it's really not because it actually years ago it used to be my main pillow. Yeah. So I've taken pretty good care of it, and it's a comfortable pillow, so I'm always washing it. I just want to make sure it stays in good shape. So, but now it's squeeze pillow, and I have a new main pillow. Okay, so you yeah you can rotate them through them like that. It's not like one has to stay squeeze pillow until its time is done. I see. Oh no, the squeeze pillow is always a squeeze pillow now. Yeah. Oh, okay, now it's always squeeze pillow. I understand. So I, rotate them, no. I think, I think that's okay to make that. We can make that a norm. Um, I think originally, yeah, that would have been a man card situation, but I think, you know, 
based on what you're saying, I feel like we can make an exception and we can make that an okay thing. Also, with bedding pillows, why, what is it, like goose feathers or duck feathers? Why is that a thing for bedding pillows? Because those have, have you ever had like those pillows where just like the feather ends just poke through and they're stabbing you all the time? Yeah, I think those are pretty shitty ones when people have those because a lot of times the goose or down feather ones that are nice will have very thick um, actual Yeah, and I have one of those. I just always like push it off to the side of my bed so I don't have to get poked in the middle of the night. I've only been poked like once and I think it was like an older one of those that had a thin, you know, kind of wrap around it, if you will. The actual like case, the case was weak. I am, I'm pro natural down pillows. Interesting. Yeah. I, I am in theory, but I just, I'm not, I'm anti. That's fair. I'm okay with that, Trevor. And if there's any girls who are seven and above want to disprove my theory, my bed fits two, maybe three people in it. <laughs> three tops. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Well, uh, thank you, Trevor. I think that uh, helped uh, save the day for us. Uh, I appreciate yeah, it. I'm good. I, I'm glad I could give you a three-minute interview in space of a <laughs> Well, that's a teaser. That's a teaser. <laughs> that's a teaser until next time you're on. And also a teaser to any of the, uh, the ladies that might experience your bed. So a double teaser. Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Thanks, Trevor. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? And I will review next week uh, on Chubstep. I've got a review for Hunter's Blood. Billy Bob Thornton's first movie he was ever in from oh, 1986. Feature. So uh, he plays a character, this is going to shock you, named Billy Bob. That is nuts. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And rate the show on iTunes and episodes every Thursday. Chubstep Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.